0: i've been hurt and it's it's not it's not something that i've come to deny and it's not something i've come to fully accept it's it's almost a it's almost a moment of euphoria because i can't really decide one or the other i I can't i don't know how to properly have a conversation about it i feel like when i want to talk about this conversation this is something that you're supposed to go to the therapist to you're the some you're supposed to go to a therapist to talk about and honestly I, I don't think I had good experiences to where it convinces me that I need to go to therapy and granted I want everyone to understand that if you have an issue I do suggest first going for professional help a third party in your issue can give you sometimes the best advice because they're not interconnected with your relationships. They're not interconnected with your life. And I'm starting to think that that was my issue growing up. And what I want to, like, I I want to explain it. So for those of you who, for those of you that know, I am someone who's talked about their domestic violence relationship and their history. I've talked about how My mother was the abuser, and I've talked about how since moving out, we've mellowed out. We've essentially almost ironed it out to where we are casually talking right now. However, there are things to where it comes to a point to where I don't think I'll ever get over it. and what I wrote down was the question of how long it takes for me to get over something and move on and I'm not sure if it's something I can move on from because essentially I grew up with my mom and for those entire 22 years you'd have to you, you'd have to understand I have a mutual respect for my mom now I understand now of what my mom had had tried to do and failed. But also, I have to understand that my mom was not in a. I don't feel. I'm very happy that she had me. I'm very happy that my mom had me, and raised me. I don't feel like she was at a place to where she should have had a kid. And I, I'm. It's that's a very controversial thing to say. But I think that because the way she raised, she wasn't in a place to be around me if that makes sense so a lot of my issues essentially comes from the idea that from the understanding that for the longest time I essentially was tied to the hip I was the second born and I was supposed to love my parents I was supposed to love them they would always tell me oh uh, this is my son but as I was getting raised, I did definitely feel like it, things were becoming more transactional. And what I meant was, uh, at a certain point in my age, uh, there was a certain time when I was growing up to where I had to get good grades. I had to be a certain weight. And it just really sucked to where I felt really terrible when my grades weren't where they were supposed to be. And my weight wasn't where I was supposed to look. I was being put in a situation where I had to put my body image and my level of gratitude. Sorry, sorry. I'm not crying. Just a runny nose. But there was a moment to where I had to put my level, my 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 level of value, my image, in the perspective of my mom. To where she was so stressful about it that sometimes I would see less and less of people. I would see less friends. I would see less of my school activities. I would sometimes pull it out of activities because she believed that it got in the way of my education and that backfired to where oh you need to exercise more because you're not doing more exercise but you pulled me out of sports because you saw my grades and the reality is i want people to understand that you are more than your grades you are more than your looks you are beautiful you are smart you are validated the issue was my mom had this this whole idea, the grand idea of believing, and as much as most Asians that I've communicated have experienced is my mom was under the idea that we she was being judged. Her co-workers and her family would be judging her because of how well my Our grades were that we were being judged by how well our we looked and it was an issue and so it essentially gave me a situation it actually taught me a situation to where I had a bad I had a negative view on my body and it didn't affect me very well and for the longest time since the beginning of like the middle of high school and, and afterwards I, I felt like I had to fight for my mom to recognize me and you know in hindsight this is what I felt then currently we're in a good space good we're in a good place in mind and I want people to understand that we're okay for now but there was a time to where she was not the best it took me moving out and for us to have that space because I loved her, ultimately. I, d- I do love my mom. I love the work ethic she instilled. I do love the idea of... the expression of love with food. But I also find it a problem to where, even though I loved her so much, I knew that it was just toxic for the both of us to be there in the same house. And I say that because... Now, we're, we're good now, but... When I was there, she would always stress out. she, she, she would make she would sometimes make it a situation to where oh she's feeling stressed out because she's thinking too much about what is she gonna do about me because my weight looked bad. but also she couldn't understand that she was making food portions that affected me because the food portions I was eating in college, was the same food portions I had in high school. And I wasn't as active in high school. As a, as in college. As I was in high school. So it's a situation where. I, we keep explaining it to her. But she doesn't listen. And I, I just wish that. My mom understood. That the food that she was making. Was really good. But her portion control was what. Was what. Cause, was causing me to like a little bigger a little quicker and I did my very best to like do the gym at college I try to increase my protein intake because some of the health advices was as long as you hit your gallon of water as long as you hit your protein first you can definitely manage and tweak and twerk the amount of fats and carbohydrates that you take because Essentially, your diet has to revolve around how much proteins, carbs, and fats you're intaking. And so if you, have, if you have a lot of proteins here, let's figure out how much carbs and how much fats you're intaking there. And there are good carbs and there are bad fats. There are good fats like avocados. There are good carbs like brown rice. And my mom wasn't understanding that. She was, understanding, she was under the impression that I had to be slim I had to be skinny to look good. I had to have the body frame of someone she's seen on TV in her dramas to look healthy, and I wasn't healthy. The doctor said, on paper, I was obese, but that is a old metric, and that caused a lot of stress. And so, I I, I don't think it's a it's hard for me to. I know I think I know I talk about it often whenever it comes up and like it's I'm almost a broken record sometimes but at least here I want to like make a preface that I do love my mom but I do wish we had a situation to where we had an understanding my mom had a hard time moving on from her methods of thinking and that actually hurt our relationship that it hurts in a lot of places I wish it wasn't I wish it didn't hurt as much as that actually did. But again, this is a lesson to where you have to adjust your method of education based on the student. You can't adjust the student to the education formula. And that's just that. That's just that. That's the problem. And I do think this actually, this relationship really affected the way I saw people since then. I, My brother and I, we barely talk. And I feel like... I have the understanding that he barely talks to me now because when we were growing up, he would see me in trouble and he was under the he was under the impression and the tactic of survival. Oh, he made mom mad. I have to double down to not get my mom mad. So if I don't get mom mad, I don't lose my perks. And for a time and like in hindsight, I don't blame my brother. For having that reaction, I understand where that comes from. It's a whole situation where we grew up on the survival mentality, and I, looking at my brother now, he's okay where he's at. I just wish he had a better identity because it's almost funny because I go into his room. Uh, some the times that I do come over to visit the family, I see his room and it's it's very blank. There's no personalities. There's no there's not much personalities on the walls. It's a plain bed pretty much with a with a scattered amounts of like plushies because there was a cool shark thing. There's a big plushie of Snorlax. and he has his computer. He has his old desk from 2011. He has a, he has the same desk from 20 oh, 2008 he has the same decks he has the same chair and stuff like that same bed I think and a few dumbbells here and there but it felt so plain and I wish I knew my brother more because I was always under the impression that your interior design kind of shows a bit of your personality much like how over here Joanna has a bit of Harry Potter and a bit of books that she likes and that's very cool on the wall back here there's harry potter here and there there are uh babies over here and it's really good it's really fun that whole entire motion for video viewers by the way behind me are a bunch of squishmallows, and there's a bit of personality to where it's it's a it's messy between joanna and i but it's there however I just wish that I knew my brother more because I, I knew my brother from when StarCraft and WarCraft came out. I would always be sitting next to him and I knew him as someone that we hung out with. I We were there for each other when I was watching him play WarCraft through the story. I saw him play through the StarCraft and the story. I saw him play a lot of games and I was his first Twitch viewer. Essentially, in uh, layman's terms, but it became a situation where it. I was. <sighs> I feel hurt. I. I feel like I was left behind when I was, when my brother went into middle school. When it, When my brother. Went into, high school, and college. I felt left behind. I felt left behind when, my brother, saw that I was getting in trouble and. Looked like, and I, I understand that that may not be what actually happened, but it did. I did feel alone because he was able to just almost convince my mom to do anything. Uh, there was a time, there was we had a fight, and I'm not proud of our fight, but we had a fight that escalated to where he said that I'll. I would just grow up being as bad as my mom and that hurts and this happened after we had a fight altercation he tried to attack me and we ended up having him pinned on the ground arm over my shoulder essentially I was doing my best to make him stop hurting me because he kicked me and then I redirected him he crashed into the old computer and I I, I have love for my brother. He was there for me when I was younger. When I was in grade school and stuff like that. But after we started to have our own different entrances. He he became more interested with PC gaming. And I was stuck playing the same game a couple of times on the PlayStation 2. The PlayStation 1. Or like I was playing my handheld. And I would sometimes go to his room and hang out in the corner while he was playing his game. And I thought that was how we spent time together. We were in each other's presences. We made an effort. And then after that fight, uh, he was already able to like express a want to stay home. And so because of that, mom was like, no, Tyler, you're staying home. Your brother doesn't feel like going home either. So you're staying home too. And it It's a funny perspective because I I thought my brother and I, um, social media and visual media has given me the impression that brothers were supposed to stick together. Brothers were supposed to be strong together. I saw that happen. I saw siblings get stronger together in family matter. I saw siblings get stronger together in full house. But for my brother and I, it was a competition to make sure that we weren't in trouble. It became a competition to where he got the better deal. And I had to fight for my relevance. I had to fight for relevance. I had to fight for love. And now that I moved out, my mom and I are in a mutual place. My... Brother and I, I, we're in the same Discord together, but we don't talk as much. And I'm always welcome to come into that Discord per se. But I've I've been busy. I've I've been doing things like the Gabriel Glacius show last weekend. I've been to California in the middle of April. I'm going to Texas allegedly in July. And there's just there's things in my life that I'm in the middle of. And I enjoy making video production. Um, But I don't know much of my brother's interests. Besides him. Sitting down watching a stream about. MapleStory. While playing MapleStory. And I don't understand why. He is stuck in 2002. Or 2004. When MapleStory came out. When did MapleStory come out? Uh... MapleStory came out as. A long time ago, essentially. Is it still alive? It's still alive, and kicking it's still alive in twenty twenty. Uh see bad MapleStory two got a backlash and cut. But it's it's really too bad for my brother and I. But I, def- I it's i just wish my feeling of relationships was better improved and i'm just under the situation i'm under the situation where i feel like it's not this is not the case but i was raised under the idea that it was a transactional relationship i for some reason i got raised under the transactional under the idea i had to it was a transaction. I had to get good grades and a good looking figure per se to get the love of my mom. That was the transaction. I put time in grades and time in weight loss so my mom validates me. Not healthy. And uh, my brother never really gave me a chance to have the both of us bond much other than him having me come with him to hang out with his friends. And it's funny to where in hindsight, that's kind of dissolved, and I wish it didn't. Um, And it's almost funny to where where there's like a, uh, there's a whole thing at work. Essentially, there is a person, uh, let's, this, essentially this person and I, we went through college together. We've been through a lot together since college and then around 2017, 2018, I helped him get a job in my place. We were kind of cool and then he perverted my trust in February. It's funny, almost immediately months after we got the job together, he perverts our relationship and it becomes very strained throughout the years and then in the at the end of 2020 i catch covid he talks smack about how dare we catch covid and like me catch covid and then me finding out and there's a whole thing of how dare us how dare me not being careful and so beginning of 2021 i stopped carpooling with them but it's almost funny because throughout the entire time that I did carpool with him. There were times to where I was really tired, and I had a hard time driving. But other than that, I I wish he did more. He he did the bare minimum, in helping me stay awake. He he wasn't the vet. He he was a really bad carpool, because there were times to where I may have swerved while driving, but he did nothing. He. It was stuck on his phone trying to be distracted from the idea that he's in a car because he's allegedly in a PTSD moment because of an accident and I don't understand that he did the for as much as I did for him he did the least amount and a month after me and him cutting off the carpooling I find out with I find out he has a girlfriend without telling me. I had to find out myself when he froze at the elevator that he had a girlfriend. And his interaction and his reaction when I talked to her was telling. And so, it's it's so funny because he, in the past three years, he ended up getting, he, it's not my this is not about me, but I'm hurt that I didn't feel like he was a really good friend. And we can't really talk about it. Honestly. I don't feel that like we can talk about it because it's kind of tough. He was a bad friend and I, I'm just hurt that he wasn't a better friend after we stopped carpooling together. He, I, I just wish he did more. But I guess I'll end it right there. I, I'm just I'm running out of time and I'm rambling a little bit. but essentially, I want you guys to understand that. if you're hurt, you are more valuable than your pain. You are validated for your feelings. Your feelings are validated. You're here. Today is going to be a good day because you're you and that's enough. And you may have something going on. And you may have a situation that you can't control. And you may have things that you just can't move on from. But again, if you woke up today, if you had the energy to get out of bed, and you did little achievements, good job. Good job on you. And this is, I, I am trying to manage my mental health and work a 50 odds 40, 50 odd week and trying to find passion and creativity. I'm trying to find some purpose and it's a long road. Sometimes I feel like I'm doing things on my own and sometimes I'm reminded that people are here to help me. So understand look up once in a while, look up once in a while. There are people around you and you may be hurts and it's hard to move on from certain things, but you can respect that moment in time and you can still move on because you're you. And that's enough. Let's go ahead and end the episode right there. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoyed listening. If you liked it, please consider following. I'm on social media in the links down below. In the audio description. And as always, my name's Tyler. I'm your friend. And I'll see you next time. Bye.